This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Around this time yesterday on the show, I spoke with Susan Stokoff. Now, she is the bicycle mayor of Victoria. And what that means, he's kind of an ambassador for cycling for the city, which I guess was a good thing, right? But here's what surprised me during this interview. She said that she does not typically wear a helmet when she is cycling herself. And she thinks nobody else should be forced to wear a helmet either. Right now, helmet use is mandatory in BC under the law for cyclists. She says that should be scrapped or or at least not enforced. People should not be forced to wear a helmet. Here's what she told me. I don't think there should be a law telling us how to care for ourselves. I think that should be your own decision. Um, And in, you know, actually in Alberta, um, the law is you can choose to wear your helmet or not after the age of 18. So um, I just think that we should be able to make a decision for ourselves. And if wearing a helmet is what gets you on your bicycle, then you should do that. Okay, I didn't real. I I was not impressed with that because I think it's a bad message to be sending, especially to kids, especially coming from the bicycle mayor of the Victoria. I think you know, saying a encouraging people or saying that maybe wearing not wearing a helmet is okay i don't think is a good thing at all now this sparked a whole ton of conversation on our buzz line yesterday we got emails we got tweets all day on it uh, our buzz line's still burning up so here's what i want to do right now call me on the open line and tell me what you think about that should bc's mandatory helmet laws be man be uh, scrapped what do you think about the bicycle mayor of victoria uh, saying she doesn't wear a helmet. She doesn't think other people should be forced to wear a helmet. 604-280-9898. 604-280-9898. Star 9898 on your cell. As we get your calls lined up, let's uh, talk now to Dr. Shalina Babol. She is a spokesperson for the Community Against Preventable Injuries. She's a specialist in concussions and traumatic brain injuries. I'm very pleased she could join us. Hi. Hi there. Thanks a lot for coming on. I imagine in your line of work, you've treated uh, people who have suffered a head injury from a, a cycling accident. Yeah, and the reality is, um, you know, uh, brain injuries or concussions are, are an invisible epidemic. Unless you've gone through it or know someone who's gone through it, you really don't understand the significant impact it can have on not just your life, but everyone around you and your support system as well. Yeah, what do you think about BC's mandatory helmet law for cyclists? Is that a good thing in your mind? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. The, the reality is the helmet is there to pre- prevent uh, a significant serious head injury from occurring. It won't eliminate a concussion uh, because the mechanics around a, a concussion is the brain bouncing around inside the skull. But your helmet is there to mitigate the severity by absorbing uh, the impact to the helmet as opposed to your head. Okay, what do you think about this argument that if you if you force people to wear a helmet, it's a, it's a discouragement or it's a barrier for people getting into a healthy activity like cycling? Does that make any sense to you? And we've heard that a lot about, you know, people feel that if, if they're forced to wear a helmet, they're not going to ride, or there's the whole notion around risk compensation. If someone's wearing a helmet, they feel invincible and will, you know, ride more recklessly. But the evidence and the research to date shows otherwise. Uh, in fact, in, in British Columbia, in, in the in lower mainland, uh, ridership actually went up in 2017 from about uh, 53,000 53, cyclists around uh, using the bike counter at uh, science 
Athletes World went up to 227,000 riders. So that's showing you the opposite uh, right there. And the research really shows you that wearing a helmet reduces your risk of serious head injury by 69% and death by 65%. So that's significant. I would yes, I would definitely say so. Mm-hmm. I have had some pushback on this from the other side of it, though. Like people mm-hmm. who've said to me, "No, you, you know, this bicycle mayor in Victoria is right that you shouldn't be forced to wear a helmet because if you're going to get hit by a speeding car, the helmet's not going to help you anyway." What do well, you say to that? Yeah, I'm not sure. You, I mean, if you get hit by a vehicle at at high intensity speeds. You may or may not. The helmet may or may not protect you. You don't know, but at least you've got that added protection to to protect your head. I mean, pardon the pun, but it's a no-brainer. If you hit your head on concrete without a helmet versus a helmet, what's going to help? What's going to protect you and potentially mitigate your severity of injury? I, and the other argument I've heard is comparing Canada and Victoria, British Columbia to other cities around the world that have a much more developed sort of cycling culture. And I'm thinking of like a city like Amsterdam, for example, where there's so many people riding. And if you take a look at photos of people in Amsterdam, it's almost like nobody's wearing a helmet. Yeah, we hear that a lot. But you have to understand that the reality is the infrastructure and the environment uh, in in places like Amsterdam, the Netherlands, uh, is very different from what we have here in Canada. Um, Certainly, a helmet legislation isn't the only answer. I mean, we want, um, you know, infrastructure changes. We want education. It's, you know, it's all these components together to prevent injuries. So that's the key. I think, you know, we're saying wear a helmet, be safe, be educated, be knowledgeable how to prevent and protect yourself. But we do want other changes such as, you know, bike lanes around our city, which we're we're getting. And, right. and that's making a difference as well. Just in the one minute we got left, in, in your own practice and in, in treating head injuries, have you seen examples of people who maybe come in to see you and they've they've had an act, they've been cycling and they've been hit or they've had an accident and they're wearing their helmet and it's and it saved them a much more serious injury? Absolutely. We've had yeah. numerous cases where they've come in where their helmet has you know, practically disintegrated, and they're completely fine wow. um, because that helmet has protected them. We've had uh, colleagues, uh, you know, within the hospital with, the, you know, having the same injury, uh, and the only thing that protected them was their helmet. They did have a concussion, but they yeah. survived uh, and went through the motions of a concussion, but they did survive. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, you bet. I really appreciate it. Dr. Shalina Babul, she is with the Community Against Preventable Injuries